You sit down, open the menu, realize everything looks delicious and out come the words, oh gosh, I can't decide. <laughs> Truth is, this happens to almost everyone and it happens with more than just food. It happens when choosing what to wear, picking a partner, if you're lucky to have multiple great options on some dating app, or even picking out the right professional opportunity if you're stuck between a few great offers. In which case, lucky you. But where does our hesitation or rather confusion to choose come from? And how can we be happy with what we pick? Find out. A book by American psychologist Barry Schwartz titled The Paradox of Choice claimed that less is basically more and that the less of the choices we have, the happier we are. He also relies on the ideas of a psychologist from the 1950s called Herbert A. Simon. Basically, Simon has categorized decision makers into two groups. One are maximizers and the other are satisficers. I'm pretty sure I'm saying it wrong, but it's spelled S-A-T-I-S-F-I-C-E-R-S. Satisficers? Satisficers? Okay, you decide. (laughs) All right, so a maximizer is basically aligned with a perfectionist. So when they're about to make a decision or they're choosing something, they need to feel that their decision was the best that could possibly be. But... In turn, this creates extra psychological work because now the maximizer needs to consider all the alternatives they can imagine. And as the number of options increase, so does the indecisiveness and the nagging feeling that one or the other could be better. Satisficers, on the other hand, convinced I'm still saying it wrong, uh, are not concerned with the thought of something better being out there. Yes, they have requirements, and yes, they also have standards. But the only thing is that once they're able to find what they really want, they're satisfied with it, and they're willing to let other things go. Or rather, the other options go. Bit of a far stretch here, but this is also probably why relationships and marriages tended to last longer in previous generations. Now, I'm fully aware that other factors are also at stake, And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that there are more options today. All I'm saying is that generically speaking, if there was an issue in a relationship that could be resolved, and by issues I don't mean anything that is major red flags or that threatens anybody's safety or physical, psychological, emotional well-being in any way. I just mean other little things that, you know, we kind of hear about that sometimes can be worked upon. But today, people tend to, instead of resolving it, they tend to just think that, you know what, I'll find someone else. And so the approach is different. And sometimes it's not even about finding someone else. It's the fact that you feel there could be something even better. And then you just kind of chase an illusion. Again, I'm just speaking generically. (laughs) I'm not uh, pinpointing. You know, we live in a world today where a lot of things do get taken out of context and It's very easy to offend people, so I'm just explaining myself just in case. Now, the same is also true with professional options. You know, it was likely before that you got a job, probably didn't have a lot of options before. 
Today, we have many, many options. And it's increased tremendously to the point of opening so many doors and with a variety of skill sets, making it great, but also making it difficult to decide on one profession. Apart from happiness or the feeling of satisfaction, lesser choices can also have an economic benefit. In a study conducted by researchers Sheena Ayanger and Mark Lepper, they offered shoppers at an upscale market 24 different types of specialty gems. In addition, they also gave them samples and they were free. Yay, free samples. <laughs> now, the percentage of people who tried the jam sample and purchased a full-size jar with these 24 types of options was 3%. But when the researchers cut back the choices to six types of specialty jams, the same number of people tasted the samples, but 30% purchased a jar. Purchased a jar. Gosh, I'm salivating at the sound, uh, at the thought of jam. Um, but that is a very big difference because as the choices went down, the sales went up. Angelica Deboka, she is the director of the Center for Neural Decision Making at Temple University. She also conducted a study. And uh, this was basically to see how the brain reacts when it's given more information steadily. What she found was that the prefrontal cortex, this is the part responsible for decision-making, became more and more active as information input increased. But after a certain point, the prefrontal cortex went dark, indicating that it was shut off from receiving more information, likely making it difficult to make a confident decision. In summary... Information overload. So, if you are making a decision or you want to make a decision, what is the optimal number of options to choose from? Or what is a good number or range that our lovely brains are able to handle? Well, there is a range, and it also depends on the context, your personal characteristics, and also what it is that you're looking to decide upon. On average, and generically speaking, once again, <laughs> the comfortable number of choices the brain can handle seems to be up to 12. There is also evidence to suggest that in some cases, it can go up to anywhere between 8 to 15. But anywhere around this so-called magic number of 12 seems to have a popular vote in research. So, the ways to fight this paradox of choice and be happy with your decision? Well, take a few moments, order what you wanted instinctively, and once it arrives, have some gratitude that you have it. And that it's filling your tummy. And try to not worry about regret or what you may be missing out on. Because what you may or may not be missing out on is purely hypothetical. What you have the opportunity to enjoy right now is your reality. And that is what you should treasure. I came across a beautiful quote the other day, uh, which I don't remember exactly how it went. But um, the message was something along the lines of this, that whatever you have today, 
or something or someone that you have today is actually something or someone that you prayed for at some point. That's a lot of sums, but you get my point. So don't worry about other options. You've made a decision for a reason. You have what you have because you've decided for a reason. And if you're happy with it, or you're struggling to be happy with it, then just remember to have some gratitude. But if you're dissatisfied for valid reasons, which can also happen, then know that you do have other options available. Whether it's work, whether it's love, or whether it's anything else in terms of changing habits. All right, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, it also gave me some clarity on why we behave the way we do. And um, I think it'll be easier for me to order off menus now. <laughs> so if you're on Instagram or Facebook, remember to find us on Little Wisdom Podcast, all small letters, all together. Or visit the website at littlewisdompodcast.com. I am Shub and I will catch you next time. Till then, my friends, make the right choices, but don't fret too much and stay wise. <laughs>